Whatever your virtual background you want to choose, just go for it. <laughs> I was like, should I put a fake house to make it look like I'm super rich? But then I was like, no, no one will believe it. It's, it's too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, in Los Angeles, you don't know. People's <laughs> parents pay for so much. Some of the sloppy people I met live in really great scenarios. And they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And you're just like, oh, you have no idea how easy life is for you. <laughs> Do you think that they have a Zoom background or you think that actually is their home? Uh, I mean, I'm talking about physically being in people's homes before COVID. Yeah, okay. So you knew. You knew they were, like, ballers. but they Yeah, exactly. Like, you go to a really nice building and you go in and they, like, have the place dumpy but you could tell that it's like nice appliances and you're like oh no you're just a slob you're what a rich slob is oh those are the worst like they don't appreciate how good their home is you know literally how could they <laughs> there's nothing that makes them go oh i should take care of this it's gonna go away in their mind oh if i drop the stove and it breaks which i know is impossible uh <laughs> that they could just replace it <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If this really nice luxury house burns down, I'll just get a really nice luxury house again. Who cares? <sighs> lucky. So lucky. I know. <laughs> well, I think that was really smart of you. I did a Zoom show with you where you had a really luxurious background, as if you had, like, a really fancy house. I want to trick people. I want people to think I have a much better life than I have. No one needs that... to go home with my cat. Like, no one needs to know that. Well, that's what it should – that's the welcome to Los Angeles sign. <laughs> is welcome to Los Angeles. I want everyone to think I have a much better life than I have. And that's what our Instagrams are. Exactly. We're all fake. Fake people. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We came here because we liked part of the fakeness. That's true. I mean, when people actually do come here, they're just like, oh, it's very dirty. There's traffic. Mm -hmm. There's people everywhere. But like when you see the pictures, it's just like people sit, sipping on kombucha and like going to the beach and stuff. And then no one actually goes to the beach. Like, you go, like, yeah. once a year. It's, like, too much work to go to the beach. That's more than I go. Yeah. <laughs> I go just when my Instagram's like, hey, remember when you went to the beach? And you're like, oh, I got to go back. I forgot. I got a lot of likes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I went to the beach more because of coronavirus, because they took it away. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to go, because you didn't want me to go. But once coronavirus... Well, I went because it was lighting up. Remember? The beach got luminescent. Oh, this year? Yeah, like th like the beginning of coronavirus, like late March, early April. It was really, when the waves would come in, they would glow this bright blue. That sounds cool. I wish I would have seen that. I only saw just like nothing. I just saw like just boring people at the beach, that's it. I saw incredible Instagram pictures. And so I went <laughs> and it was like, I could see it faintly when I'm there in person. And I was like, oh, like it really, it felt like Los Angeles. We were just like, oh my God, it glistens and glows in pictures. And you get there and you're like, I'm just with a bunch of other people on the beach and we smell bad and it doesn't look that cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I smelled a lot of BO because all the, the beach hippies. Yeah, like, I don't know. The beach is overrated, but at the same time, it's like, I want to go because they took it away. That's it. That's the only reason. But now it makes me want to go more. I feel the same about the Dodgers. I've been to the Dodgers, I think, two or three times, and that is it. Like, I really am like, why don't I go more? I actually live close to Echo Park, and I'm still just like, mm, too much work. And it's not even that much work. I'm just lazy. Well, wait a second. The way you said it makes it sound like you don't even understand baseball. Well, it's funny. It's like, I understand the game, but it's like, 
it's actually fun when you get there, right? But I think yeah. there's something about like the drive and like dealing with the traffic. Mm-hmm. You have to pay an extra like $25 to park. And then the food is like $15 for like a hot dog. And it's kind of like, it's actually, it's a fun experience, but really it's like you spend so much money. It's so mm-hmm. stressful. And it's kind of like, was this worth it? I, I guess it is when you actually get there. But like the thought of it is like, I don't even go to, I haven't been to Disney World or Disneyland since I was like, like 20 years and it's like just right there it's like i should go but it's like oh i'm mr disneyland right so i have had an annual pass the whole nine years i've been here yeah and i go once a month when it was open i'm not breaking in now of course i don't plan on going back once it reopens because that just seems like too much Mm -hmm. uh but i also since i miss it there's YouTubes of people that just walk around Disneyland. Don't even go on rides. They just walk around it for like an hour or two hours and I'll put it on in the background. Why? Why do they do that? I don't know why they did that, but I'm watching. So I'm thankful <laughs> that they did. That's the other part. In its entirety. Because then I was like, oh, they have Disney World too? Because I've never been to Disney World. So oh, I actually watched it like it was a movie where I'm like, so that's where that ride is. And it's next to this one. Like it was like going to be a test after I was astute for it. Isn't it weird what we actually watch? Like, you know, people work so hard to make a screenplay and then like act and like put together like a script mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you'll just watch that or I'll just watch some guy like getting kicked in the nuts. It's like, that's enough for me. We oh, don't for sure. Need real like we're such base people you know which by the way if you're unfamiliar anyone listening uh you are now familiar with the show kicked in the nuts if you look on youtube there's a show called kicked in the nuts where there's a guy in a red jumpsuit with a red wig and he just runs up to people and wallops them straight in the nuts and then they cut go ahead do you think it's real do you think it's It's super scripted okay super scripted that doesn't make it any less enjoyable. The way that these people react and the way he puts his leg all the way back and really gets them, yeah. I'm still totally enjoying it. <laughs> no one's copied that formula, but it's almost like he just has a magic, you know? Even if it's fake, it's like we only there is. this guy do it. Yeah, there's a magic in Kicked in the Nuts, and I suggest everybody watch it. I really, I love it. It's got millions of hits. I've watched it. By the way, what's your Kicked in the Nuts? What is the show you watch on YouTube that's like, this is really dumb that this exists, but I'm watching. Okay, I'm I'm embarrassed to admit this, especially publicly, but I watch Ben Shapiro videos. Like he hypnotizes me with his conservative values. Mm-hmm. Like I like don't even like agree with most of what he says, but it's kind of like maybe his voice and the way he just like is so passionate and like strange where it's like mm-hmm. he kind of, makes me just keep watching like <laughs> so, that means so if you ran into him would you be starstruck you'd be like oh no shit. i would i would pretend that i don't know who he like you know what i mean it's like he's one of those people that if you admit you like listen to his stuff you'll get like canceled and stuff and like you can't like his like tweets and stuff because people will yell at you he's like one of those people that you just have to like you know i say do it you stay away just do it like, i was that way with kanye west i mean yeah. not when he went this whole other way. I mean, I'm talking about like five years ago when Kanye was just obnoxious. Yeah. And so you just liked that obnoxious person. I was like, F it. I still like Kanye. Now what? I didn't. I got off the bandwagon about a year and a half ago. He got, he started getting a little too crazy for me. 
Oh my gosh, I actually rejoined the Kanye bandwagon. Like, I hate the political stuff he's going to do. I think it's so dumb. But I love his church services. Like, I haven't been to one live, but I've seen the streaming versions. And it's just like so like, it sounds so embarrassing to say, but it's like magical. Because it's like the music and there's so many mm -hmm. people just singing and you're just kind of like, I, I want to go, you know, and since it's a church service, I think it's free. So I'm like waiting for him to have another church service and then just- There's no way it's free. You don't think so? No. Because it's church. I've never heard of a billionaire giving away anything. But it's still, it's like church. I mean, like you still have to donate to when you go to church, right? You get like $5 or something. Oh, so you still got to donate to Kanye? Well, I mean, I don't think you give it to him. I think you give it to the church because he's actually, I think, affiliated with the church. But I mean, you're still- That's giving how money. churches work. Right? But you don't give it to like him. I don't know. I, but I'm like, I see he's going to get me. It's like him and Justin Bieber. I'm going to these celebrity churches whenever uh, COVID's over. Because that, Wait, yeah, they're also my guilty pleasure. Bieber has a, a church? He sings at Kanye's church, but he also okay. sings at another celebrity church. And like he sings and it's so like heavenly. I just love it. And then he's also like released like kind of a Christian-y album. I think he's kind of pivoting his brand. And I wouldn't be surprised if he forms his own church soon. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. I forget. I'm trying to remember if this was someone's stand-up bit or a story just a friend of mine told me. But I know somebody who went to a bunch of celebrity churches. They went to the churches in the nicer celebrity areas and tried to sit next to them so they could be like oh hold my hand when we pray and stuff and so like <laughs> that was like their like way of like trying to talk to celebrities was like going to church with them and like just talking to them about scriptures did it work yeah i yeah. think it because it's pretty like they're open really to anyone who's just nice and who just goes you know like those church services those celebrity ones look so fun like i was like i really want to go but that to me just seems like an extra step of evil like more so than like I've seen like photographers wait outside of like restaurants for celebrities and been like gross, disgusting. But if those same exact people also went without a camera to those churches just to be like, will you pray with me, Kanye West? I would be disgusted. I mean, I wouldn't do it to like just be a celebrity, like, you know, star fucker. I mean, like, I mean, like, I can't describe it. Watching these videos hypnotizes me okay take it back I, I get it and by the way i want to take back the kanye west thing because he has his own church where he advertises so it's like please come <laughs> worship with kanye he's the exception i don't the other people like if it was just i don't know i'm gonna say i'm just trying to choose a random celebrity so kristen stewart let's just say kristen stewart goes to a church and you found out if yeah. you drove 20 miles out of the way to go to her church shame on you no, no, I don't take back the church thing. I take back the Ben Shapiro thing. My guilty pleasure of what I watch is Justin Bieber church songs and Kanye West church songs. Like, I think those are my guilty pleasure. And I don't take it back. And when I'm allowed to go, I'm totally going to those churches. But, like, I won't go to other celebrity churches because there are some around, like, town. Like, Beverly Hills, if you go to, like, mm -hmm. the Presbyterian Church, I think, like, bunch of celebrities go to that one but it's like no i want to like hear justin bieber sing me jesus songs like that's what i want <laughs> what if they're just his actual already songs and he's just changed the word like baby to jesus i mean but that's what they do right and it still it gets you every time right <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's hoping he's like is it too late for me to say sabbath or something you know like he just <laughs> barely changes a word
<laughs> and he doesn't have to. His voice is so angelic, so. Is it? Do you not like Justin Bieber's voice? Like, if you're being completely honest, like, not trying to be cool, his voice is very soothing to listen to. Being completely honest, not trying to be cool, I'm completely neutral with his voice. <laughs> I don't, I'm not offended by it. When it's on the radio, you're like, oh, I get it. This is a pop thing. And I'm sure he's a great singer, but he's yet to really actually hook me in. Oh, man. Now, I love the tone of his voice. I could listen. Well, I mean, I clearly, I do listen to him mm -hmm. a lot. He's my guilty pleasure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone to his concerts? No, because, like, he was going through that phase, right, where he's, like, a complete douche. And his music was really douchey, where it wasn't, like, fun to listen to. But just when mm -hmm. he's, like, singing just a regular song without, like, douchey lyrics, it, I like it. Mm. I mean... I understand if someone listens to it. Like, I feel like I was just too old to like Justin Timberlake, but I get it. You know, like, I've never, like, sat down and listened to it, but at the same time, also, like, this guy's talented. You're too old to like Justin. Aren't we the same age? Or I thought I was I'm, older than you. I'm 22. No, uh, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 35. I'm older than you. I'm 38. Oh, but the 30, so that's not, like, that much older than, like, you wouldn't have missed the Justin Timberlake train. I, I guess I'm old enough I could have jumped on it, but I was in <laughs> high school. But you're not going to jump on it when you're in high school like that. Because it was, like, when, because he's, like, my age. Maybe, like, two or three years older. I'm, like, the one month older than Britney Spears and all that. So I understand where it's like I could have jumped on that train, but also being a 16-year-old kid who already was like, nope, I like metal and I like Zeppelin. You're not going to be like 16 liking Zeppelin and then NSYNC comes out and go, and NSYNC. I like Led Zeppelin and NSYNC. Did you like Limp Biscuit? I did not like Limp Biscuit. I didn't like anything that came out in the time I was in high school. Wait, not even like Stained and like Evanescence and stuff? But Definitely I not. Considered not cool. Like those were like the poppy metal mm -hmm. people, but I didn't know if they were like, I don't know, like I liked listening to it, but I didn't know if they're not cool or not. But I, I was too, uh, I'm trying to, maybe pompous? Maybe I was just too <laughs> pompous, but I was definitely the kid that was like, nope, definitely, I was really proud to not like something. And so anything that was like really popular in my time, I was very proud to not like it. Mm, oh yeah, okay, you're one of those kids. You're mm -hmm. like, yeah, I remember, like, I remember going to college and, like, I only knew, like, poppy kind of music. And then I met these, like, people who were, like, all hipstery, like, oh, I don't like that. I only like this. And they mm -hmm. don't like, make fun of you. And then, like, now that I'm old, I'm like, who cares? Like, oh, what, for sure. You listen to, like, who, like, what, who cares? Like, no one's ever heard of what they liked. Everyone knows what I like. And now it's ironic to like what I liked. So it's like, whatever. It's, it's funny. It's, I'm 10 years too late on everything where it could have been, like, like, in my, like, late 20s, early 30s, I, like, discovered Ben Folds. And, like, he'd been around the entire time. I could have loved him the entire time. But I was like, nope, Brick was on the radio. Forget about it. I did the same with Cake and Sublime. And then, like, I, yeah, and then I'm like, dude, Sublime's actually good. And everyone's like, yeah, but we're all over it. And you're like, but I just got into it. Like, over it. You're going to like him for two years, and you'll be over it. Oh, my gosh. I met this girl. And she was like, I went to a Blink-182 concert. And like, this was recently. So I thought we were the same age. And I was talking to her. And she's like, then she said something. And then I was like, wait, how old are you? And she's like, 22. And I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, why do you like Blink-182? You are young. Like, what do you like in, like, our old... But I think it was like, ironic. You're supposed to like it at 22. Like, people our age liked it at 22. But, like, don't they have their own version? Or maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have their own, like... Think about music now. I remember a couple years ago, maybe, maybe 10 years ago now, I was like, there's not a single band on Top 40 radio that has an electric guitar with a distortion pedal on it. Like, that... Like, that real actual like rocky sort of stuff we're like we got the foo fighters and that's it as far as that goes that's true and the foo fighters are even older than us and we listen to them i guess so i guess it's like for sure yeah because i met someone else and i think he said he was like 25 he's like oh i like guns and roses and i was like oh that's even older so it's like yeah maybe maybe that's it because if you like rock you gotta go backwards now yeah that's true they have more indie that's true yeah it's weird weird now i feel this is so old but i don't care i like being older like i don't even want people to think i'm young like i want people to think i'm older then they respect me they know i pay taxes they mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> you know it's like i'm an adult that's why i complain about how my feet hurt every day because <laughs> i just want everyone to know how old i am i'm like oh god and they're like it's another monday and i'm like oh just another day closer to my very soon death <laughs> But that's how I relate to people, right? Like, really young people are so enthusiastic and they have so many hopes that I just, like, don't want to be around them. Like, I, like, understand the enthusiasm, but I'm also, like, when you're 30, that will all go away. It's, like, you know. <laughs> exactly. Talk to me when part of you dies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, come back when you're, when you're dead inside and then we'll be friends. But when you're still excited about life, get out of here. <laughs> What's funny is your voice doesn't have that tone of that, of like, I like when everything, because it sounds so, you sound like so happy and excited about things. So for you to be like, I like when people have a bad attitude, it still sounds like positive. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think that really throws people off. You know, it's like, I think it's like my voice and like, I have a, I think I have like a baby face or something like a youthful face. And so it's like, people get really thrown off by my personality. They're like, I didn't expect that. Terrible. Yeah. No I one's happy with it. <laughs> Especially my parents. You're like, oh God, did you meet Teresa's personality? I was actually very happy to go gray because it finally gave me some, like, people treated me like a kid and now they treat me with a little respect. They're like, oh, he's an adult. People can tell I'm an adult now. Now that I've gone gray and if I grow a beard and have a gray beard, like, they just get it. I think gray looks better, actually. Like, I, like, whenever I'm, like, looking on apps and stuff, if people look like that, like, muscly, tan, like, surfer hair where they look like they're, like... Watch it. You're describing me. <laughs> but it's like you know but i like when they like look like they're like an adult and have like a job and again have no hopes like that's my like you know my favorite thing it's like look a little older i feel like that's the way to go but then again i dye my hair like i would have terrible grays if i didn't dye my hair constantly because i also am going gray i dyed my hair uh for like five years Mm-hmm. And then I didn't. I shaved my head and grew out these gray hairs. And I was like, why do I look so old now? And then dyed my hair back. And I realized it was just all the hair color. Oh. And then I was just like, you know what? Who cares? I want the grays. What color did you dye it? Brown? Or did you go like blonde? I went a dark brown. Almost oh. black. And you said it looked weird? It looked weird. Interesting. I couldn't, and I couldn't figure it out for like three days. And then one day it just clicked. I'm like, oh you look younger because your hair is 
the color you were like five, six years ago. It's not what it is now. Be you now. Mm, I've never met somebody that wanted to be a younger version of themselves and thought they were cool. But somebody completely comfortable with who they are now is the coolest. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, do you watch Price is Right? I think the answer is no, but I'm going to ask anyway. I mean, on the opportunities that I can. Because um, you know how Drew Carey is the host of Price is Right? So I hear. And like, I'm very used to him with like white hair with the glasses and he used to be overweight. And now it's like, he's kind of skinny and mm -hmm. he doesn't wear his glasses. And one episode I watched, he had dyed his hair like a dark brown. It threw me off so much where I was like, I know you're Drew Carey, but you just look so different. And it's like women dye their hair and no one says anything. And it's not like it was like, oh, judging you because you dyed your hair, but he just looked so different it really just threw me off so much it's like two separate people i like that drew carey's becoming the old man from up i think it's really exciting for everyone yeah because he definitely looks more like that than he does the picture of drew carey that we all know and love but oh, you mean the way we imagine him versus what he actually looks like no the way we fell in love with him was like when on a sitcom oh when he yeah his old yeah yeah, that's, that's what I was so used to that it really, I was like, oh, it's almost like um, that whole idea of like branding, right? Like if people are kind of used to a certain look you do, unless you just constantly change your look, but it's like, that's what I am so used to. Like, please don't change. I don't like when people change their appearances too much at a certain point. Uh, I don't think anybody kind of does, but also people really like changing their appearance, I think. Like that's the other thing is like, it's the amount of the other person. Because we also respect the hell out of David Bowie for continually changing his appearance. Yeah, well, like him and like, let's say like um, Miley Cyrus or like a Rihanna or something like that. Like those pop stars where they like every six months, you know, they're going to look different. Where I'm like, okay, at least I expect that from me. You have different wigs, you have different like styles or whatever. But like someone like Drew Carey, I, I never would have thought one day you'd be skinny with dark brown hair and no glasses like that that's like a whole different look to me and then i remember there's this actor and he was on um my name is earl and i remember like following even supley is that his, oh yeah okay remember how he's super buff now yeah and it like really threw me off because i've been following since he was like a teenager or at least mm -hmm. teenager roles to where i'm like wait who are you <laughs> or it's like i recognize his face but it really oh i know i loved him as a kid because I loved Boy Meets World, and I loved, uh, he was in Mallrats. I loved his Kevin Smith appearances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then he became super buff. I saw him on Instagram, like, last year, just super buff. And I was like, what is going on with him? Yeah, and I was like, does that actually, I don't know, if it gives him more roles or less? It looks like less. Considering how we're talking about roles he had 15 years ago and nothing about what he has coming out <laughs> now, very much less. And we're all sad, too. We're like, why are you buff? Like, go back to your old way. Like, I love that he's it. buff. Oh, I he want him to do it. something like an action thing. Yeah, he looks like a wrestler. Oh. He looks like a scary Marine. If there was, like, like if they were going to make another Marine movie, make him star in it instead of Mike the Miz. Oh, oh my gosh. I remember with Mike the Miz following him since... Um, what was it? Real world. And I remember he was on an episode of real world and he was like coming up with that character. And I was just like, Oh, he's just doing that. I didn't know that he would actually take that and make it real, like a real job out of it. It's like, Oh, okay. I, I guess really commit. I love and hate him for it because 
it feels like because I watched him manufacture it, it feels manufactured. But aren't but, all wrestling personas manufactured? Like you're supposed to come up with a character and costume. Not to me, Teresa, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the ultimate warrior is in fact the ultimate of all the warriors. I think is really an undertaker. Yeah, I believe he's really the dead man. Like I, I think all of this is true. You know, like I really believe that Mick Foley is his mother's boy. You know, like I, uh, I think that's all. These are their nicknames, um, but <laughs> but because I watched him manufacture it from the earlier stages that wasn't even wrestling. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like to watch him develop it in the ring is one thing because you're like, oh, I'm watching this wrestler grow. Yeah. To watch a person be like, I want to be a sticky thing on wrestling. I just gonna happen to wrestle, but it's all stick makes me like it feels like he's disrespecting my sport (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't mind it because it's like it's even like stand-ups right who have like um they're more character comics instead of like themselves where Mm -hmm. it's okay like i don't i don't know i'm trying to think of a character comic that i've seen that actually does it well because i've seen a lot of like the open micers who try to do character comedy. Well, I mean, we could talk about the very famous ones. There's oh, yeah, Larry yeah. the Cable Guy. He's the most okay. famous. True. Okay. And I like his and, character. And Gilbert. Gilbert Gottfried. He oh, found a way to humanize his character. He found a way to put himself within the character. But that was definitely a character. Oh. You know? Carrot Top, of course. Um, I'm trying to think. A character? Or is it more he's a prop comic? Well, yeah, but he's also, his character is that really nervous, twitchy guy that has all those things that he built. Like, okay. that's the character. Is he not like that in real life? No, he seems much more relaxed. Oh, interesting. Okay, interesting. I but guess it probably I- came from somewhere real. The way Howie Mandel's act is very nervous, that came from somewhere real. But I think there's a ceiling to it. When I see a character comic make it big, mm-hmm. it looks like a prison. Oh, I see. But I guess you could always, what do you call it, make multiple characters. Like, if you're a character comic, you can be almost like a Sasha Like Borat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually was really impressed that he could come up with so many characters and commit and fool people. Like, I actually thought, I was like, oh, it's maybe my creative mind. I probably could come up with one and then just stop there. Like, I don't know if I could commit to, like, how many. But if you're a stand-up and you make it huge as that character, they feel like they're stuck in that character. The only person I've seen break from it is Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, he has a new character now? He just is himself now. And it's brilliant. And he's very funny. And he directs his own movies. He found a way to exist past his character. It's almost like his character died. How did he do that? He disappeared for like 10 years, made a couple movies. And so the movies made it on their own. He's like, I don't need this. And he came out and would just do it. And he has this great album. I can't even remember what it's called. But, like, the opening joke is he just goes, hi. Like, it was regular voice. So you get that moment of, like, cold water. And then he goes, what? You guys don't look and sound like you did 20 years ago either. (laughs) And then he just, he's just him. And it's great and brilliant and funny. Yeah, that's cool. I should see him. You should. I comedy so much. And, like, I don't know. I'm seeing people do the illegal shows and whatnot. But then I hear that, like, the illegal shows, you're, even in the park, you're, like, are we going to get busted? Like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to drive so far away and then get busted and have to leave. So I was like, I don't know. But maybe I should just do I it. went to one and it did feel like a high school party because the police showed up. And we're all like, shh. Wait, 
the police actually do come. Uh, that was just a fear yeah. of mine. No, the police came. And the police like circled around and didn't immediately come. And I was like, okay, I'm panicking and freaking out. And then 20 minutes later, they like came back. (gasps) And it wasn't like they had like lights on. They just came in and like talked to the the host for a while. And like they stopped the show and they're like, okay, guys, we got to keep it down, but it's still cool. And I was looking around like, how is this cool? (laughs) (laughs) Like, no one's got a mask on. Everyone's just like drinking and sitting too close. What? The police should be breaking this up for sure i was like almost mad that the police were like all right game on you're like not game on that's how you know we're the older comics (laughs) yeah exactly that's how old i am it's like if i went to a rave and the police were like just keep doing what you're doing just don't bother the neighbors i'm like this is a fucking rave if this isn't dangerous it's not fun (laughs) i remember i went to like a park and um i think like they used to be super strict with parks where i think you had to leave by like sunset or something but i just put like hanging around because I still wanted to keep walking and then a cop did make me leave but I I don't know if the cops care as much because I just feel like as each week went by they just were like okay forget it (laughs) I don't know I get it I was on Santa Monica looting a bunch of stores and lighting them on fire and the police were like hey buddy get back out in the streets and I'm like this is a travesty (laughs) (laughs) I feel like um I feel like after the Trump, you know, that White House massacre is what they call it, where everyone got COVID. But if none of those people die, I really think it's going to go to shit where no one's going to care anymore. Because it's like if the most high profile people can have parties, like, and put it out in the public and get sick and nothing happens to them and they're all old, no one's going to care anymore. I think it's going to be the chaos. This episode is going to come out in three to four weeks and we're going to know um exactly how right or wrong you were by the time people are listening to this i'll get messages that are like yeah now no one cares or they'll be like that's not funny nancy pelosi died you know like i she's alive right now by the way so if that's actually what happens i did not know she's not even sick i chose someone not even sick oh my gosh so aaron let's do predictions then just okay you know what what's today today's october 6th yes Okay, October 6th. This will probably be released late. This will either be the week of Halloween. Happy Halloween. Or it will be early November. Hope your Halloween was great. Um, Who do you think? Oh, wait. Early November, that would be after the election. So this could be extra. Like, okay. Hope your president won. I know mine did. Teresa Lowe, next member of the Flappers family. Boom. Guys, Teresa Lowe, you can find her on Instagram and on Twitter at Teresa Lowe Writer. At Teresa Lowe is just L-O and then Writer like W-R-I-T-E-R. Not like R-I-D-E-R, which I meant to ask her. Literally, my note in front that I forgot to ask her was about, hey, did you do that because of the song Lowe Writer? But didn't, (laughs) didn't do it. It's all right. It was a great talk anyways. Got all that stuff out there. Teresa Lowe, check her out. She mentioned the other day on Instagram that she doesn't have a podcast yet. And people started trying to talk her into it. So we'll see if she starts one. If she does, I'll let you guys know. That's, uh, that's this episode. Wrapped up in the can. Let me know which flappers person you want me to talk to next. If you guys want it. 
Or if you guys just keep like, you know what? Just keep doing you. Just keep putting on episodes. Then you guys can all keep listening. Sounds good to me too. Next week is a very wrestling heavy week. This is the warning. You'll get the warning again <laughs> during the written on it. I have Eric Escobar. Eric Escobar and I talk wrestling, I believe, from the beginning to the end. But here's the next part. It's not like insider wrestling stuff where we're talking about storylines. We're talking about the goofy thing that people can, if you have no interest in wrestling, you can hear the conversation and be like, no, these are just two goofy guys talking about a goofy sport. You know, like we talk about, like, for instance, he brings up who are your three favorites. And that tells me a bit about your personality. It's like we did personality tests through wrestling and we talk about his time in wrestling. Eric Escobar did some wrestling and I wanted to dig in on it because I've always known him as this stand-up who just is entirely in love with the stand-up game. Didn't I don't know his wrestling side till now. And it was a great talk. I've known him since the beginning of my stand-up journey. And he honestly projects love every time you're in the same room with him. If you're hearing it now or whatever, there we go. It is weird that I give the heartfelt ones on the episode before. Which, by the way, that which if you're a Teresa Lowe friend and you go back to the episode before, you'll hear me say very nice things about her there. I don't know why I do it that way. That's just the way I do it. I'm backwards to do that, but I feel like it's important for people to know next week that I genuinely love the person coming on, you know, like, which is, Eric Escobar deserves it. He totally does. But Teresa Lowe, at Teresa Lowe Writer, at Teresa Lowe Presents, if you want to see the shows that she's producing, and she produces a lot of shows. And of course, uh, she also teaches classes at Flappers for how to write and how to get into writing. She's been a professional writer for a long time. So you can get direct classes from her there if you want to pick her brain or if you want to you know just message her and pick her brain i won't stop you i'm not that kind of guy so anyways i'm aaron m marsh i don't know if i covered that at all aaron michael marsh but i'm at aaron m marsh on everything i still have stickers i still have pins and i have them for sale for ten dollars a piece i quit my job recently so i'd really appreciate some stickers and pin sales just saying um that's a totally different thing <laughs> I uh, I can get into that later. I should get into that later about why I quit my job and how I did it. Um, so go ahead, guys. Follow me on everything. Keep listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. I am shocked. Every single month of this podcast, I get more and more listens and more and more downloads. Every every month, I'm like, well, that's gonna it's gonna start to go down now, and it hasn't yet. Every single month, more downloads, more listens. I love it, and I uh, I think that means you love me too. If not, I'm reading it wrong. I'm sorry. I got uh, too into it. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, I find a place in this world I'll never be long I've got to be me